Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. Thank you, thank you. Um, is the first verse Ephesians 6 12 up there I'm going to speak today um, about make love not war Uh, now for those of you that know my wife has been gone for 10 days and got home last night that's not not the reason I'm I'm preaching this message right now I'm going to try to keep it right in the spirit. Bring it in. Bring it in. I'm going to tell you in the first sentence or two, I want you to, to, to look in your Bibles at Ephesians 6, 12. Because um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I want you to say, my problem is not people. Okay. I want you to get this very, very loud and clear. Baby, you should already be up here. And James and Francesca, you should be up here. Um, we love people. We war spirits. We don't war against flesh and blood, but against principalities about spiritual wickedness in high places, uh, demons, whatever. I, I, I really need you to get this. We love people. Love is the ultimate weapon to deal with people. Are you with me? But you know that there are spirits at play. There are spirits at play over cities. There are spirits that play over neighborhoods. There are spirits that play over families. And I'm telling you something. You're not nice to a spirit and it says, okay. Spirits bully. Spirits take charge. Spirits overcome. Now watch this. Jess, come here. Small, come here. Just for a second. Okay. Here is a person that God has called me to love. This is the spirit that has attached itself to her. Okay, watch this. I love you. Okay, watch this. Let me go ahead and say this. Maniac of the tombs. Okay, let's get real in this illustration. The illustration is a man that was so violent and not able to be candled, James, they locked him up. They would chain him hands and feet in the cemetery. And yet somehow supernatural strength would come upon him and he would break free. Can I go ahead and tell you this one thing? Satan has power, but no authority. Okay, yeah. All authority, Jesus said, was given to him. And then he gave all that authority to us. So I walk in authority. And so the Bible says, while Jesus was way off, move for a second, Jess. That man, that maniac of the tomb saw Jesus, and immediately there was no deliverance. The Bible says he started running to Jesus, worshiping him. 
the man. The man worshipped him. Okay, come back. A big shift here. Maniac of the tombs. Okay. So she bowed down and worshipped. It was the spirit that cried out and said, Why are you tormenting me? Spirits don't torment me. I torment them. Okay. I, I torment them. There you go. We're tormented. And you say, well, this was a little bit of spirit. Are you like in a low chair on timeout or something? What is this? Okay. Okay. The bottom line is, it wasn't one spirit, Elder Eddie. It was a legion of spirits. A legion of spirits. Thousands of spirits. And it was the love of Jesus that said, why are you tormenting us? Let me tell you about spirits. They're unclean. And it will make your life unclean. And so he looks and he just goes, his love tormented leaves. He was, she was clothed and in her right mind. She wanted to follow Jesus. And he went, no, darling, go take care of your family. Do you understand the order of Jesus? First, you get your house in order. Before you start getting titles and wanting to start traveling, get your house in order. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. So we see. Okay, this is. We love, we love people. All right, baby, what you got? I think that the, the first thing is when we were first married, we would get in debates and heated fellowship. This is, the, this is the thing that really, really astonished me. He said to me, baby, I'm not your enemy. And the things that we were battling were still, we had some oppressive spirits in our lives. Yes, we did. And we were battling each other, yep. but he said, I'm not the enemy. And when we decided that and we got together and we began to pray about the things that were coming between us, we realized we both had some oppressive spirits we need help with. So the important thing to realize is love conquers all. We taught it last week. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. We taught it last week. Though I speak with the tongue of men and angels and have not love, love it profiteth me nothing. I gain, I gain nothing. So I'm here to tell you the answer to every what you think is war in your life with someone is love. This. And you can turn any situation around by a gentle, kind word. By a word spoken in love, no matter how enraged a person is, if you don't come get down on a soft voice, a gentle voice, the Bible says, a soft answer, answer. turns away wrath. Proverbs 15.1. And we have to get to the place where we, okay, we see this spirit. In the spirit, we can see that it's acting out through a person because it, if it doesn't, it, 
spirits don't have bodies. They act out through humans. And if you can realize that and look at that person and say, Father, help me love that person and speak to that person's heart in love and gentleness, gentleness and kindness and reach the heart of the person. So what's the important thing about the tone of your voice? It has to be loving. It has to be gentle. It has to be soft. If she speaks love to me, I'll do anything. Sweetheart, would you please yes. take out the garbage? Yes, I will do that. But now if she orders me Oh, to when we it, first got married, can I just okay, no. visit a minute? Okay. When we first got married, we'd been married after our honeymoon. We'd been home about a week. Yep. And I am a mad cleaner. Yes, so I is. get into this. I'm cleaning everything, and, yep. I, and I put the garbage can. We were living in upstairs of his parents' house, but we had the hoe upstairs. So I put the garbage can by the stairs for him to take down. Too and much here, details. I'm and in there cleaning the tub and going out. I said, Dwayne, take out the garbage, just like that. Take out the garbage. But you're goes, not my mother. You're not my mother. That's right. No. No, I I'm learned. not going to take That garbage can overflow. That garbage can have animals in it. It, it, that that garbage can make more garbage, but no, I'm not going to do it. So I learned a different technique. Yeah. Please, sweetheart. Okay, listen to me. Please help me. All right. (laughs) You can be loved and be silent and win. Jesus is on the cross, small. He's on the cross, and he's sitting there. They have misjudged him. He's wrongfully been incarcerated. They have beat him till he's bloody, and now they have hung him on a cross. But in those trials, you don't think the man of God, the son of God, who has all this intellect, couldn't have just smoked everybody in court. But his silence was deafening. If you really love somebody, sometimes you need to be quiet and let their words just be out there in the air. And just go, okay. Okay, I love you. <laughs> Man, I, I, okay. I'm giving away my secrets today. <laughs> so we see the power of love makes demons scream, principalities and powers leave. So we get to the place. Now, carefully listen to the question. How do you make love? Not necessarily to me. <laughs> But how do you make love? I think you can, I know, I want to say that. I know you can create love in any atmosphere, any situation. You are created in the image of God, and he is a creator. So when you walk into a situation, you create or make love. It doesn't matter how mean, wrong, you are the one right. that has the authority. Okay, so watch this. If this is God, the more you're in his presence and the more you're around him, God is love. love. So the more I'm around God, the more I bring him with me in different areas of my life, the more I follow him. After a while, how many of you know when your children have been hanging around the wrong people? Yes. Where, where did that come from? You didn't talk like that. Why are you acting out like that? Because who they've been hanging around with. Everybody say, I want the predominant influence to be God. To be God. To be God. So then 
I make love. Wherever I am, I make love. I am confident I am doing God's will when I feel compassion for those who oppose me. Okay. The, the principle is, I am confident I am doing, when, I, when I'm confident I'm doing God's will, I can feel compassion toward anyone who opposes me. For instance, David and Goliath, he ran to him with the compassion and the love of God in him. His words were, who's going to shut up this uncircumcised Philistine? He was ready to go to war against the spirit. Because of his love for God. That's exactly right. So love conquers. I, I, I just want to say the person that, uh, the woman who broke the alabaster box. All the religious people who had all the titles in the room, we don't know any of their names. Well, we don't know anything that they did. But she so loved Jesus. He said, you're going to be a memorial forever. Okay. Now, y'all know Pastor Josh, Pastor Corinne said, I want you and Sonny to mentor Franny and James to be head of the marriage ministry. Let me explain marriage ministry. Marriage ministry includes everybody that's married and everybody who wants to be married. Because the more you learn about marriage before you get married, mm, the happier you're going to be, the more successful you're going to be. Amen. So I said to James and Franny, I'm going to ask you some questions. And then we're going to talk about making love, not war. Yes. Franny, worst thing, worst time, worst season ever in your marriage. The worst season for me in our marriage is when we had to make a decision of whether or not it was worth saving the marriage. Uh, I was looking oh, for the door. Wait, wait. The people Out. that are head Exit. of the marriage ministry. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. We all wore. Yeah. But my battle's not against people. He was not the problem. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Amen. And so we had to make the decision of whether or not we wanted to stay and save our marriage. You know, we know that we wanted to have a kingdom marriage. We wanted to have a yep. marriage that pleased God. Yep. But it got to a point where I'm like, yo, is this, is this the right one? You know, do I have the right person here? And I was looking for the exit. You know, I wanted yep. to keep it moving in the wrong direction. We, we didn't have the, um, the tools. Sorry. We didn't have the tools to know what we were striving for. Without tools, you can't build. Amen. Without tools, you can't build. Amen. That's a good one, honey. Without tools, you can't build. And, you know, we, I remember sitting in the office across from, from Dad and looking at him and saying, listen, I don't know if I want to stay here. And I remember Apostle told us something very important. I don't think you even remember. You said, if you can look 10 years from now, if you could look back and have no regrets, then you should call it quits. And the moment he said that, I knew that there's no way I would look back and not have any regrets. And so I said, you know what? We need to hang in there. We need to make it work because he's not the wrong person. He is the person that God ordained for me, and he completes me in every way that I need to be complete. James. Sir. Uh. 
I was lost in the sauce, if you want to say it that way. Um, we, we're talking about two different personalities. Everybody's an individual. But we had to find a way to, how, how can I say it? We had to find a way to, to use our strength. That's good. We had to use our strength for what we need to battle. The battle and not of, use of each service. other's weakness against yeah, each other. Because we're, exactly. we're, we're both the same coin, okay? Where she's strong at one point, I might be weak. Because at this time, I, I was lost. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. He's a very, very quiet person. He's very good by himself. She is a very verbal person. And she needs somebody to talk to. Have lots of words. And she has lots of words that need to be delivered. Now watch this. People get divorced. People lose relationships. This is not just about marriage. People lose relationships for the very reason God put you together. Quit allowing a relationship that has some friction in it to stop because it's knocking off your rough places and it's turning a rock into a diamond. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go. Uh, let's go to what's the greatest war you've ever been through in your personal life? Okay, for me, it's been identity. You know, who am I and what, what did God create me to do? What is my purpose? And, you know, being that. I'm Haitian by culture. I was born in Haiti. I came here when I was 10 years old, and I've lived in this country longer than I've lived in my own country. So you're looking at a Haitian who was raised in America, so I identify more as being American. But Your then mom died at what age? At my, uh, when I was uh, 13 years old, my mom passed away. And so I then become a Christian. Now I'm part of the kingdom culture. And kingdom culture supersedes all other cultures. There you and go. so then my identity was not only in being a Haitian or being Haitian-American. It's in being a child of God. And, you know, even before I was someone's wife, even before I was my parents' daughter or I was my children's mother, I was created in the image of God. And so everything I do then comes from and comes from the fact that I am a child of God. So I'm a mother because I'm a child of God. I'm a, fa- I'm a wife because I'm a child of God. And I'm what a kind daughter. of father wouldn't love a daughter like you? Amen. He's a good, good daddy. He, he really yeah. is. He loves you. Do you know that I go speak at places around the world, and if I say, everybody bow your head, I, I will say, how many people know they're absolutely in the will of God? All eyes, probably 15% of the people. How can you serve a lovingly heavenly father that would keep your destiny from you? No, 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 no. Listen to this. You can write this down. Free part, not in the notes. As long as you know your source and your authority, it's impossible to miss the will of God. I'm calling it. The sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. He knew his source. He knew his authority. And God said, I'm just going to make all of it good gracious. They all ran into each other and killed each other. They didn't even have to fight. When you have the love of God, in, it throws your enemies in confusion. <laughs> your enemies start going to war against each other. Okay. So we come to, uh, what's personally, what's the greatest war you've ever been through? 
something similar, um, self-identity. I'm always in the background. I love the background. I love seeing things from the back, seeing things um, come to light. I had to see what God wanted in me. My wife can tell you, you know, she sees much greater for me. Most wives do. Um, but I had to see what God saw in me. Listen, listen, James, this one right here studies all the time. She's got so much word in her mind. She's got so many thoughts about the kingdom in her mind. That That's in a, a scholar. Yeah, That's and a she's scholar. a scholar. She really is. But if all you have is those ideas, this man is full of life experiences yes. because he's a police on the beat every day. Yeah. He sees things she would never see. Yeah. And when there is somebody that's going crazy, think about it, think about it, that has mental problems, the department calls him to go in and solve it. Why is that? Because he walks in with authority, authority. and love. Love. Yeah. And love. And love. Yeah. All right. You know that sometimes it really kind of ticks me off because, <laughs> you know, I try to encourage him. Because, you know, sometimes just because you're comfortable in the background, Come on. it doesn't mean that's where God wants you to stay. Thank you. And so when he gets Thank too you. comfortable, I try to, you know, you know, give him some, a little push, a little tug, you know. And sometimes, you know, it's like, no, baby, I, I see something. God, let me tell you something. God will show you things about your spouse. He's not going to show anybody else. Or any friends or you any would have. Or any friends. That's God's right. not going to talk to another man about me. I'm his wife. That's right. God's not going to talk to another woman about, you know, to him because I'm, he's my husband. Right. And so... When we see things and we encourage, and, you know, we can't go to Walmart without every 10 seconds. Someone's like, hey, Officer James, hey, James, how you been? I'm like, do you know everybody in this Walmart? Yeah. And, right. you know, that's just, I want to just, Brown I want to grab my groceries, cousin, yes, right. go and pay my bill and get up out of there, but not with him. You know, so I see this. He's so impersonable. People love him. He has a way of drawing people in. And so background, maybe for now, but not forever. Yeah. And not now even for now. That's what you want in your life. <laughs> I can't argue. Okay. Smart man. The greatest Smart. war you fight daily in your mind. How many of you fight wars Ooh. in your mind? That should be a place of peace. Stop it. Yeah. If you love other people, you got to love yourself. Pastor Corinne said all that, right? Amen. Amen. Okay. No, no. My mind's going to be at peace. Everybody say it. My mind's going to be at peace. No, I'm not playing the game. Yep. I'm not playing the game. All right. Franny. For me, it's looking at the future in, an, in, in, in a positive way. And, you know, sometimes we can look at the past and sometimes we can, you know, secretly have thoughts that maybe we didn't make the right decision. But the truth is no one can live in the past. You know, you can't carry the past around with you and fulfill your purpose now. And Not future. even God can change the past. Amen. And so, you know, I had to let go of that. I couldn't get stuck in that. Because God has more for me to do in the future. And if I'm carrying the past, the only time we should ever look at the past is to see where God's brought us from. Good word. We should never get stuck there. We should never, oh, whoa, it's me, or I could have, I should have. Those are thoughts that the enemy uses to keep you bound down. That's exactly So you are right. not walking in your purpose. And you know what? Moses, he decided to, this. to invest what he has lost as a seed in his future. And so if you're having well, any hold, thoughts of regret. 
everything Moses lost. Yes, he used as seeds. No, no, I didn't lose his that. Future. That seed for my future. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I yeah. will even go even further with with Moses. He was a prince, a royal prince, mm -hmm. in the house of the Pharaoh. Uh huh. He gets kicked out. He is now a slave. Don't you think God used that? His foot in both worlds mm. to okay. deliver his people out of Egypt. Amen. Amen. Good That's word. all God. Nobody else but God. To use Amen. your mistakes, your what you think was bad, he yeah. uses for good, for Amen. his purpose. Yes. Prime example. Yeah. And Romans 8:28 tells us that God uses, right? And we know that God causes all things to work for the purpose of them who love God and call and are called according to his purpose. And so now even the things you look at with regret, God has used them. You may not be able to see it now, but God has used those things for your purpose. He's used them right now in your, he's using them right now in your life. And even as uh, Moses was in the house of the Pharaoh, he was a prince. Yes. And a slave can't lead. Yeah. Only a prince or a leader can lead. So he was trained to lead. And but so, he was touched with all the feelings of their infirmities. And, and, you know, the things that you've been through that have been maybe some regrets, those things God knows that he can turn those around and Amen. use those for his glory. Amen. Amen. Okay. Quick recap. recap. We love people. We war. Spirits. We love people. We war. Spirits. I'm going to love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to love you. Love you more than they can hurt you. I can love you more than they can hurt you. You know, yeah. can I just say this one little thing? One thing. Thank you, Johnny. Growing in ministry, I have seen the most is people say, I love you to God. But you know what God says to me when I'm praying for somebody? Oh, I love God. I love God. He says, but they don't receive my love. They love me, but they don't receive my love. Wow. And that's a big thing. If you really, really, really want to move in things of the spirit, you have to be very receptive to his love. Allow him to love you. And it will just overwhelm you. The love of God just is, is it just keeps coming. And it, I know that's how it has to be in heaven because sometimes it just feels like, have you ever been in the ocean and you try to come up and you keep getting hit in the face and you <gasps> That's how sometimes, but it's a good feeling, love. And that's what he wants for our lives. He wants to overwhelm us with his goodness. Okay, here we go. Last week I prayed for you uh, to have a baptism of love. How many of you walked in that love this week? You, you really walked in that love this week. Okay. I want everybody to stand with me. I want right now, listen to me, close your eyes God told me to pray two prayers one I'm going to pray, one Sonny is going to pray but God told me to pray a ceasefire with war you have with people that you think the war is against that person and it isn't the war is not against flesh and blood you love the person and the love of God is in you so much 
those spirits have to go. They might can they might can come back when you're not around. But somebody say, I torment spirits. Say that. I'm like my big brother Jesus. I torment them. I torment them. How many of you, eyes closed, would just give me a little hand up and say, I got, I got some war with some people. There's, there's something that, get your hand up. Come on. Let me see. All over the place. All over the place. We're going to go cease fire today. We're going to cease fire today. If you got war against somebody, all you need is love. Okay. If you got your hand up, I want you to get down here right now. We're going to pray over you. We're going to, we're going to win. We're going to, we're going to win. It's a ceasefire. Look at me, girls. It's ceasefire. They're not the problem. They're not the problem. They're not the problem. They're not the problem. That's right. Thank you. And then have my, look at here. They're not the problem. Love you, son. They're not the problem. What did I say? Tell, say it back to me. They're not the problem. They're not the problem. They're all Let me have some serious believers around these people. Come on down here. The person is not the problem. We love the person. We just don't like the things that drive them. And I can separate those two things. I have compassion for people. I want you to say, close your eyes, and I want you to think. If you're God's if you're God's son and daughter, watch this, and they're touching you, Eddie, I just feel such compassion. I want to weep. Because now you've made an enemy of God. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for ceasefire? This is, this is not a momentary ceasefire. This is an eternal ceasefire. Because if you really want to save them, they can't see you as an enemy. The closest they're going to get to see God is you, Iris. That's it. And they're going to feel that love, and they're going to go, "My God, I." It's to love that way. It's ruthless. You just win. You just win. We want to win. We want to win. I want right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover everybody's spirit that's down here right now. We're going to cause an incredible ceasefire. We're going to lose love like we've never known it before. We're going to lose love like we've never known it before. I want you just to tell God, I love you and I receive your love. Just say it. I love you. I love you. I love you. And now I receive your love. Now, I want you, nobody, this is just you and God. Just you and God. I want you to say, cease fire. Call the person's name. Cease fire. Call the person's name. Cease fire. Call the person's name. I'm not in I'm not at battle with you. I'm not at war with you anymore. It's over. Cease fire. Cease fire. As a matter of fact, I love you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and take it. Take it to another level. As a matter of fact, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you forever. I love you forever. I love you forever. Yeah, yeah. Sing. I love you forever. I love you forever. I love you forever. Now, I, I, 
You say, but you don't know the spirits of the, that's with the people that I'm trying to help. Well, my wife has got the prayer for you right now. Right now. That you pray against the spirits that are behind people. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover every spirit of the person that's in this room right now. Yes. And Father, I pray for a keenness in the spirit realm, Father. I pray for discerning of spirits over everyone that's in this room, Father, that they will see with eyes of the spirit the oppressive forces that hinder and come against them. And, Father, that they will rise up with the authority of the living God that has been given to them as a sword, that they will rise up and and wield their sword against principalities and powers and rulers and dark places. Come on, but baby. they will rise up with the love of Jesus Come on. to love the people. Father, I thank you right now that your people will be strong and courageous. And I take authority over every oppressive force, every demon in the high places. I take authority and I cast you down. I send you back to the pits of hell. You have no rights in these people. You have no rights in this house. You have no rights to torment your people. You have no authority. We take full authority in Jesus' precious name over every oppressive force that may torment and hinder your people. Yes. Father, I thank you right now for a loosening and a freeing of your people. Father, that you would give your people eyes of the Spirit, Father, right now, that they will no longer fall prey to the enemy. They will no longer succumb to the tormenting spirits, Father, but they will rise above and be victorious in Jesus' name. Okay, now watch this. Watch this. I want you to say it. Say it with me. I love the person. I love the person. But I declare war on those spirits. Thanks again for listening. If you like this message, make sure to like and share. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, share hope with someone today.